hybrid working models and remote work is part of the reason that we're seeing increasing vacancy rates downtown. We're talking about commercial buildings, office space with increased vacancy. And we've seen this go up over the last few months, but there's a new report that gives us some percentage points about what things really look like here in our city. So Edmonton's vacancy rate downtown now rising to 24.1%. So to put that in perspective, the national average is a little lower than what we're dealing with here in Edmonton at 18.1%. But... I guess the silver lining, if you want to compare and look at our other major city here in Alberta, is that it could be higher. Calgary dealing with a 31% vacancy. So maybe we can look to that city and we can see sort of what the implications are and why this is something we really need to address as a city. We're getting into it right now with our guest, who is the executive director for the Downtown Business Association, Panita McBrien. Panita, always good to talk to you. Thanks for making the time. Always great to be here. Let's just talk a little bit about this this vacancy rate and the reasons why we're seeing it. Uh, hybrid working, remote working, it's it's part of it, but there are a few other factors at play here, right? Yeah, you know, it's it's a really complicated problem, like many of our problems downtown right now, but um, the reality is that the, the office no longer plays the role in most companies that it once did. And so companies are, you know, when their lease comes up for renewal, they're often shrinking their space now. You know, people are only working in the office a few days a week um, and they just don't need as much space. And we also do have a lot of suburban office available in Edmonton. Um, and there's definitely lower vacancy numbers in the suburban office market. So it's it's a whole bunch of different factors all all blended together. When it comes to price point, then, are some of those suburban office areas a little bit more attractive just from a cost savings perspective for a company? Yeah, generally. I mean, when vacancy rates were higher in suburban areas, costs were definitely much lower. Mm-hmm. I don't actually know that there's even that much of a difference anymore. When you look at some of the older buildings downtown, I think rates are actually quite competitive because um, rates are, you know, rates have come down quite a bit uh, across downtown to, to reflect the market conditions. Um, so, you know, the new brand new buildings, certainly there's, there's higher costs, but those brand new buildings are actually where we have the lowest vacancy because those are the buildings that are beautifully appointed. They have, you know, great amenities, brand new parkades underground, you know, lots of all the shopping and restaurants and everything that we do have downtown are all around those brand new buildings. So cost isn't necessarily the biggest barrier from what we're seeing. Anita, if someone is listening and, and they live most of their life outside of downtown and they're thinking, well, this isn't my problem. This is something that downtown has to deal with. That's not really the case. This affects us as a city. Can you speak to that a bit? Yeah, I think it's one of the, the least understood <laughs> Uh, things about all this, you know, we hear it all the time. I get I get plenty of calls and, and emails, and letters to the editor um, about, you know, we need to, you know, why are we spending so much in downtown and why do we care and why are we still talking about this and, um, you know, people wanting to give up on our city's downtown. But the reality is if you live in Edmonton and you want Edmonton to succeed, we, we quite literally can't do that without a thriving downtown. Our, our tax base of the city that, you know, pays for everything, you know, ma- maintaining our 13,000 kilometers of roads and all of the parks and amenities across the city and everything the city does across the city is heavily subsidized by the really dense, high-value commercial property in our downtown. Um, 10% of our city's entire tax base uh, is in property value in the downtown. And so as vacancy rates go up, um, lease rates come down, and property value comes down quite a bit. 
Uh, and so when we have lower property value downtown, that means the city cannot collect very much money from downtown anymore. And that tax burden shifts to the rest of the city. And, and you mentioned Calgary in the intro. That is exactly what Calgary has seen over the last um, five to 10 years, you know, with a 30% vacancy that they hit even pre-COVID. Um, they saw a decline of, of like $11 billion out of their downtown um, property values. And that the tax shift was insane. Like there were businesses, there was a story in the news when I started looking into this, of a Dairy Queen outside of downtown that saw a 200% tax increase um, from one year to the next just because of that massive, massive tax burden shift. So, you know, whether we like it or not, outside of the downtown, this is a problem that the entire city is going to have to deal with. Okay, so we're talking about um, a situation that I think should sort of shake us and wake us all up. (laughs) When you put it into perspective like that, the stakes are really high here. What do we do about it? Are there there more incentives to, to try to get a little bit more traffic downtown? Is it just this new way that we all like to work in a, in a hybrid fashion where these offices aren't necessary? What's the fix here? Yeah, it's a combination of things. The nice thing in Edmonton is that I don't think we have an overbuilt downtown uh, like most cities do. Like Calgary is desperately, like they're throwing tens of millions of dollars as a city into office conversions to try and convert office space Mm -hmm. into residential and other uses because they just have way too much office space. Like, you know, if you look at um, our entire downtown office supply downtown here, that's just how much vacant space they have in Calgary. Like, they just have way too much office. A city like Edmonton, I really don't think we have an overbuilt downtown. I think as our economy grows, even with smaller footprints that companies are occupying, I think we're going to recover. I really think we're going to be okay. But there are definitely some outdated buildings that need to be renovated to become more desirable. And there are at least a couple more office buildings in our downtown that do need to be converted to residential. So there's lots more of that coming. There's one, you know, people will remember the iconic old Enbridge Tower on Jasper Ave and 102nd Street, that is about to reopen as apartments. So that's already been converted to residential. So there's a lot of that happening. And, and even with these conversions and, and all the business and economic development that comes with it, we're trying to attract retailers back. All the stuff we're talking about is eventually going to get us out of this, I hope. But, but this hopefully just helps answer for people why we can't stop talking about downtown, why you're always hearing my voice on the news, you know, why city council is throwing so much money at this problem. Like, it is absolutely a problem that we have to solve. And, and all this investment that's coming to spur development is, is what we need to do in order to get out of this. So the level of optimism then that you have, realistically, Panita, in terms of Edmonton's downtown thriving the way that it needs to for a city this size is, is what? What's the level of that optimism for you? It, it's, it's high with the caveat that we have to get our, our social disorder, homelessness, mental health and addictions crisis solved. Mm-hmm. Um, that, is, that is the thing that, you know, with all this, that we're doing towards downtown vibrancy, all the development and all the stuff that's happening, um, that's really the thing that's ultimately holding us back the most, and that's our biggest risk. And so that is, you know, it's a health care and a mental health care problem, it's a housing problem, and it's a crime and justice issue. So there's, a, you know, at least four different provincial ministries that we still desperately need at the table to, to get some solutions rolling. Um, we're told that they're working on it. We're told that they're interested. So, 
that's where we really just need the city and the province and the federal government to keep working together and to, to not give up on this issue because it's really, really important. Anita, thank you so much for clarifying and uh, for making the time this afternoon. Always good to talk to you. Always good to be here. Thank you so much. Of course. Take care. That's the executive director for the Downtown Business Association, Panita McBrien, talking about Edmonton's vacancy rates, and they have now increased to 24%. Now, to put things in perspective, if we're comparing that to the national average, the national average for our country is 18%. Calgary, uh, even higher than us, is sitting at 31%. And we spoke to one of those companies that was doing one of those office conversions, converting things to residential units. And it's not it's not as simple as just putting up some new walls and uh, some new plumbing infrastructure. You almost have to do a full gut. These commercial buildings are just not equipped to be residential units. So it's a big undertaking and really only works in specific cases.